0: Welcome to the Football Analytics and Review Show. Check the link in our description to join our WhatsApp community.
1: So, uh, it's been quite a long time since we had uh, an episode and uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk and as you all know, uh, the entire football world has been shook by certain incidents that happened over the last week. Even we couldn't believe it, it's happening. Uh, yeah, Even though we sort of uh, made jokes about people moving to here and there, but still, some of the moves that have been happening are absolutely insane And uh, Elijah, so first, okay, I think we'll move on to the topic I think most of you are uh, waiting to listen to the whole Messi situation And the FFP rules in La Liga
0: Yeah, so I think two days back uh, It was around 12 in the night here No, it was like 10.30, 10.40 in the night here FC Barcelona posted on all of their social media platforms that it is official that Leo Messi is not going to continue at Barcelona from now onwards. and they have said in their official statement that Messi and the club have reached an agreement but due to the regulations and rules of La Liga they are not able to sign him, they are not able to register him as a player and uh, he was supposed to sign a 5 year contract and uh, like his pay would be deferred so the amount of money he is supposed to get for the five years, it will be distributed uh, over the five years. And the first two years, he'll get very, very less. And the rest three years of this, the remaining five years, they were supposed to compensate him for the less pay that he's getting now or, or something of that sort. So that is the gist of the statement they have posted. So the that day uh, the day that uh, this statement had come out, Messi's father, who is also his agent, had flied down to Barcelona. I don't know if flight down is the right uh, grammar, but yeah, he (laughs) flew down. Yeah, that's the right one. So he flew down to Barcelona and uh, they had a talk and all of that. And one of uh, the president, president, Laporta's main uh, campaign points when he was running for the presidential elections was that if I get elected, I will do everything in my power to make sure that Messi will stay. So, after uh, that, after the statement was released, the next day morning, there was a press conference in which uh, many people asked him. So, one of the running theories immediately after that post was posted on all the social media platforms and the club official statement was that this is a tactic by FC Barcelona to put pressure on uh, the La Liga governing body or whatever that is. So that they make the rules a little bit more flexible, at least for this season, just because... Uh, one of of their bigger players will leave the uh, league and league revenue will fall and stuff like that. So that was the prevailing uh, theory among most of the fans and maybe most of the journalists also because it looked like that on that day. But the next day when uh, President Laporta spoke, he said very clearly that we have tried all we can and after that conversation with both the Messi's, uh, that we cannot sign you unfortunately even though both of us are willing they did not have any talk after that so all official contact between the club and the Messi family had stopped from that point onwards and he said that I don't want to give any of you false hope by making you think that maybe the La Liga can do this the La Liga can do that and because of that Messi can come back because it is uh, a dream and I don't want to give you false hope so that, is, that was his official statement and uh, moving on to the question of why they could not sign him. So I tried to explain it in the last episode and I don't know how many of you have heard it. And in case you haven't, and uh, this time I'm a little bit more well prepared to explain how the La Liga financial fair play system works. So in 2013, La Liga set up an economic control department. So it was specifically for uh, calculating the finances in and out of every club just to make sure that... Uh, the club doesn't have an unsustainable business model. For example, if some rich, over takes, a rich owner takes over a club and he pumps millions of dollars into the club and he suddenly leaves, they don't want the club. Because at that point, when they're pumping in money, they can offer super lucrative contracts. They can buy players. They can sanction renovations and all of that. And suddenly, if they withdraw their support, whoever the new owner is or if it goes into administration, that club cannot survive without it. So that's so that such a situation will not arise uh this department was set up so according to them and it's a very strict limit so it's not flexible at all they have a certain limit set for each club based on how they get in money and how they spend money and if there's any discrepancy in that they can't like spend or sign new players and stuff like that so the whole concept is the squad cost limit is the total amount that okay yeah tell me Yeah, so the thing is the squad cost limit is the total amount that clubs can spend on their first team players, the first team coach, the assistant coach, the head physio, as well as the reserve teams, academy and non-registered squad players. So each team uh, can register up to I think 30 people per season, I guess. So what happens is Out of that they play only a certain number of players Around 25 I guess So the non-registered squad players can be in excess You can have like Man City has like millions of players I don't know in their uh, squad But they only register a certain number of players And those are the players that are eligible to play in that (laughs) certain league So for example if for uh, like when Odzil was a part of Arsenal They had not registered him to play in the PL uh, I think for 6 months or something before he left so, even though he was in the squad and he was earning money, he was not okay. registered to play in the Premier League, which the, because of which he was not able to play. So, all of these people included. First team players, first team coach, assistant coach, head physio, reserve team players, academy players and non-registered squad players. All of these. So, the amount you spend for signing them, the amount you pay as salaries, the amount you pay as bonuses, the amount you pay for the medical care, the amount you pay the, all the staff that is like the head physio, the coach, assistant coach and like all these important players all of that counts to how much uh, you're allowed to spend so the clubs can choose how the money is split between transfers and wages so they'll have a overall limit uh, let's say they have a hundred million out of that they can choose okay so much money will go for transfer so much money will go for wages and they are not allowed to ex- exceed the cap that they set for themselves suppose they say i'm going to spend around 30 million on wages and the rest 70 million on transfers out of this is an example i'm not saying people have only have 100 million i'm just saying for an example that let's say 100 million is there 30 million they say that i'm spending for wages and 70 million for transfers they're not allowed to exceed it uh so based on that what happens is uh for accounting purposes what they do is over a period of time suppose like for coutinho or dembele they spend in excess of 150 million or whatever So, what they do is they don't pay all the money up front. They pay them like 50-60 million from the club they are buying them. And the rest over the contract duration of that player's contract, they'll keep paying it in installments. So, that's how the transfer thing works and that's how they keep managing to balance the books. The problem is uh, people like Dembele, Coutinho, Griezmann and all were bought for such inflated amounts that even though these payments keep getting Mm -hmm. deferred over the years... I think till now they have to keep paying for Coutinho, they have to keep paying for Griezmann and stuff like that. And which is why uh, their transfer budget was very less and uh, this whole problem yes, has yes. come up. So La Liga has this, like I said in the last episode, they have a proprietary software called La Liga Manager. So if you have to register players, you have to do it through that software. So as soon as you type in a player's name, how much money you're spending uh, on him, how much you're planning to give him wages. How much, uh, what should I say, transfer, uh, this thing, the transfer price was and how many years the player's contract is. So it calculates that and based on the details you enter in that, this governing, this, uh, what what board did I say? Uh, The economic control department will automatically check it and if it does not tally with the figures that you have given them, they will not allow you to register the player. So this is the problem that is happening right now in La Liga. So how does this differ from the financial fair play? More or less, this is how the financial fair play works. That you have to set a certain cap and you're not supposed to exceed it and stuff like that. So the concept is the amount you earn should tally with the amount you spend. You can't overspend. If you overspend, it should be within a certain limit. I think 15% is the limit that UFR says for the FFP thing. So if you get 100 million, you're allowed to spend 115 million and the 15 million can be through loans or whatever else. And all of these are just uh, rough example figures. These don't mean anything. So, how does FFP differ from this La Liga system is... FFP is uh, checked after the season finishes. So, let's say right now I am spending 150 million instead of the 100 million that I am supposed to spend. So, what happens is after the season finishes, uh, UFA will sit and check this thing and they will say you have gone uh, let's say 30 40 million overboard over the amount that you were allowed to spend so for this you have to go for to trial for their UFR quote or whatever and they'll get penalized etc etc the thing with the uh, laliga is because they are so strict this happens before the season so even before the season starts you're supposed to show your books you're supposed to show your books and say you're allowed to do this allowed to do this you're allowed to send so much money and if it does not tally at that said amount you cannot continue uh, with signing new players so you have to play with whoever is there in your squad already because whoever is there in your squad already is already accounted for in your books and if you have to add someone there has to be space in your budget to pay for their transfer wages to pay their club that you're buying from to pay their uh, agents, to pay their tra- uh, wages and all of that. If So, because of that, new players like Deepay, Aguero, Garcia and all of them also right now are not registered. And sadly, this also includes Lionel Messi. So, the issue with Lionel Messi is his contract ran out on June 30th, I guess. Or whatever the last day of June was. So, from July 1st, he was a free agent. So, last year when he wanted to leave Barcelona was the last year of his contract. If Barcelona... Had managed to sell him last year Uh, let's assume some big club like City or PSG would have paid even 80, 90 let's say inflated fees even 100 million they would have paid and bought a 33 year old Messi I think that would have been good for Barcelona because at least (laughs) now they would not be in the position they are in right now and the second thing is why that did not happen last year was that no club president wants to be Uh, the president that lost the best player in their club history because of which Bartomeu did not allow it last time because like Messi is their main player and Bartomeu had already messed up quite badly he he didn't want that also to be added to his list of greatest achievements that he lost (laughs) the club's (laughs) greatest player so he did not allow that to happen so Messi was very cautious with what was going to happen and he wanted to see what happens in the presidential elections Once he saw that the new president and the new board are quite... What should I say? He can get along with them, he can work with them, he can talk to them and they will actually live up to their promises. He decided, yeah, I can sign a new contract with them. Sadly, what happened is, once the contract lapsed, he became a free agent. So he was no longer on the books of Barcelona. (laughs) Because of which, they could not... So as of now... If you want to re-sign Messi it's like signing a new player again it's like signing Depay or Eric Garcia or Conegora because all of them were free agents. So as of now even Messi is a free agent and if you have to sign him he'll basically be treated like those even though he's from the same club. So because he, the contract was allowed to lapse now even if they are planning to pay his wages let's uh, he around he earns around 30 million so, even if he's taking a pay cut and he's signing for around 25 million, they were offering him a five year contract. So, 25 million over five years is 125 million. And as of now, Barcelona don't have the finances to show that over the next five years they can cover 125 million wage for one player alone. And you also have to consider that right now, even people like Sergio Roberto and all have salaries like 12 million, 13 million. Uh, This fellow, Umtiti has a 12 million wage Longley has 11 million wage So with everybody having such humongous wages You can't uh, promise a player That you are going to pay him 125 million over a span of 5 years And because of this issue Messi is not signing I know it was quite long and in lot of detail But there is everything that went on And if anybody is having any kinds of hopes that no, there will be some U-turn and all And Messi will come back I don't think that is happening Because the club have already made official statements uh, They have they have posted on all the social media platforms All the players have gone and met him And they are like, okay, yeah, this guy is leaving, goodbye And uh, Messi's agent, which is basically his father Is already in talks with other clubs So if Barcelona actually managed to pull off Some weird-ass magic trick And they do manage to make a U-turn this will mean a uh, complete butchering of their image and uh, what should I say? They will lose all their credibility in everybody's eyes in the whole world of football for I don't know how long. And that is something a club who is in active business cannot afford. So I like Messi a lot. I love him. I adore him because of him not technically only because of him there were many players who contributed to why I like football but he was one of the bigger reasons why I liked football and he is one of the main reasons I still support Barcelona but at the end of the day I have to say this the club is always bigger than any person doesn't matter if he is the one of the greatest players ever to have kicked a football doesn't matter if he is the greatest uh, scorer for your club doesn't matter if he gets most of your revenue it's a player at the end eventually in one or two years he would have to move on and this era would have come to an end it's just that due to unforeseeable it's not actually unforeseeable circumstances it's because of these horrible things that he's having to live in an unceremonious manner and there's hardly anything we can do about it but this day was going to come eventually and it has come now so if there is anybody I've seen a lot of hate comments for Laporta and all because they are like so the there's one more thing I forget, forgot to cover So, there's this TV deal that there's a certain organization that wanted to buy a stake in the whole league itself. So, for that, they were going to pay uh, like 3 or 4 billion. And out of that, the biggest earners, that is Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid and FC Barcelona were going to receive a huge uh, chunk of that money. Uh, And out of that, only 15% was going to be used uh, for like transfer and all of that. Transfers and wages and stuff like that. So, uh, barcelona would get roughly 40 million from that money the problem is that 40 million even if they got it this year would not have been enough this 40 million they are going to get over a period of the next 3 years which is basically 10 million or like 12 million per season which is uh, <laughs> absolutely nothing yeah jitu
1: no i have something to add on it something which i read about it Steve. so basically uh, i know i don't know the name of the company It's some c h c or something like that so um, this company uh, basically they uh, approached La Liga to buy some ten percent of stake from uh, La Liga, and so but they'll end up paying a lot to the individual clubs, especially the top three clubs. So what La Liga proposed to us that you sign this contract with this uh, uh, like sign this contract, and you'll get this much money, and you'll be able to uh, like somehow uh, relieve your uh, this thing deliver financial problems and you can sign messi also that's what they offered i don't know how this is so much this is true but they offered that they'll uh, relax the rules so that you can sign messi you'll get the money to uh, like clear your debts and all but there is a condition in that because if they sign this contract then they can never go break form a breakaway league that is the european super league right now so, they'll be forever entitled to play in uh, La Liga, otherwise they'll break the contract. So, that is they were in a situation right Okay, they can have Messi, uh, they can uh, um, get the money, but they have to stay in La Liga. So, I, I don't know, maybe whether the European Super League would have been higher revenue generating league. Maybe they stick to that, maybe. I don't know how much this is true, this is what I've heard. And that's the reason I think Real Madrid also haven't signed this contract with this company. Uh, As you all know, Real, Pasa and Juventus are still in the European Super League. And there's a a recent report which I think most of us never noticed is that they actually won a court case against UEFA. So UEFA can't find them, they can't ban them from any competition right now. So as of now, these three clubs can form the league and they can continue to play. So uh, this is something going under the radar right now. People are not. I don't see much big news is coming about it. I just it's it's happened. It's already done. So this might tempt uh, the English clubs also because UFA have fined them alone for uh, uh, this thing. Not none of, none of these uh, other these three clubs who are still there they have not been fined. The English clubs and the Italian clubs that left uh, and Atletico Madrid all have been fined. So they can also refuse to give the fines right now because if they are not finding these three clubs who are actually like played a big part in all this and uh, they can't find them also. But there is a problem with these English clubs is that uh, that also I'm not. I think Premier League has some rights over them. So even if they want to form a breakaway league, uh, there's some financial restrictions. Uh, but uh, there are still loopholes in that also. So. The thing we feared would happen is might as well happen because the clubs are desperate, especially Ryan and Bas are desperate for financial, uh, like financial relaxation and to get some money. So even Juventus also, Juventus are also in sort of a bit of a financial mess right now. So for these clubs, this is the way. And for maybe the richer clubs, this is like to play in a like a huge superstar league and earn more money. Like, you look at League clubs owners, most of them, except maybe the city owner and all, most of them would want to earn more money because they own the clubs to generate money. Many of them not because they love football or something like that. It's to generate money. For them, this is an opportunity to generate money. So, this is something which is going under the radar. I'm not sure how accurate this is, like whether La Liga sort of blackmailed Barcelona or something like that. I don't know how accurate it is. This is. Something which I read and I wanted to share this. So, if you, okay, if you want to know further about it, please do go research on it. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Yeah,
0: if you don't want to research, you can tell us. We'll make a short video about it. But it's most likely true because the business of football is quite evil and super dark. We just see what is happening on the field. But off the field, there are some horrific, horrific things happening. For example, the Qatar World Cup is scheduled to go ahead next year. And if you actually know what goes on behind the scenes... Of this magnificent event, you will not even feel like watching football anymore. That's how horrible it is but let's not go into that. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, how Barcelona, Juventus and Real Madrid are still a part of the Super League. So in case you forgot about it completely, the Super League is still on. It is not disbanded, it is not scrapped. Uh, their Premier League clubs have pulled out but there are three actually quite big clubs which are still a part of the conversation and I think uh the other thing that uh, laporta was saying was over a period of the, and this is a 50 year deal that the company buying a stake in la liga is doing it's com- called some CEVC or something like that so that company is going to buy a stake for 50 years and they are going to inject 3. Point whatever billion into the league out of which real will get 300 million barca will get 300 million or something like that out of which only 15% they can use for their transfers and wages so Uh, The issue right now is that they are still thinking that the ESL will go ahead and if they get money from the ESL, they get to keep it all. Uh, But the problem with this CVC thing is, over the next 50 years, a certain percentage of the TV rights, the broadcasting rights money, will go to the company that invested in the La Liga. So, Laporta says, I don't know how true this is and I'm pretty sure it's a lot of exaggeration. He says over the next 50 years, Barcelona will lose $800 dollars if this deal goes ahead and they accept it this is what he said in an open press conference. So like I said the business of football is something we do not understand and most of the time they're not truthful with us so we don't even know what is actually going on. And uh, I think that's all we this is the whole thing about the me- uh, messy issue and uh, everything you need to know we have covered literally every single aspect there is nothing that you do not know right now so everything all over the news everywhere on the internet, is what you're hearing right now so yeah we're done
1: yeah that's all about it and if you want to know further stuff there's a lot of conspiracy theories there's a lot of theories to what is happening Uh, even we don't know this is what we thought will be legible and uh, what uh, is uh, somewhat true and uh, yeah